Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, we're privileged to talk with my good friend and guest, Christina Hyde. In this episode, we'll discover the joys of uncluttering more than just stuff, explore new ways to enjoy rice and beans, and just trust me, (laughs) and see if you need to unleash your inner woodsman to release some frustration. This is episode 69. Here we go. Well, thank you, Christina, for being with me again today. Oh, well, thank you. It's good to be back here. And thank you listeners for tuning in this week. It means a lot that you are listening and tuning in and sharing this podcast with others. So we really appreciate it. So could you introduce yourself, especially in case we have any listeners who may not know you yet? Hey, well, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I've got two kids. And with whatever time is left over, I work as a nurse at our local hospital. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so happy you're here with me again. It's so fun. Good to be here. (laughs) Yeah. So this month in February, we've been talking about rest and a Sunday afternoon mama learning and growing in the area of rest. It's such a hard thing to prioritize sometimes, but it is so crucial that we learn how to pace ourselves and take good care of ourselves and our families. So if you are feeling burned out, like you have frayed edges and are just barely hanging on, this episode is especially for you. I have felt this way many times myself. Have you, Christina? <laughs> um, yes, I've, I've definitely felt that um, right now, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> our, our family's coming off a, a season of loss and um, grief still hangs heavy in my heart. Um, when we were preparing for this episode, it was really struggling um, because how do you talk about a soul refresh when you desperately feel like you need one? Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me kind of a couple of false starts, um, sometimes spent crying, sometimes spent in quiet before I was able to even finish preparing. Um, basically, I had to put some things that we'll talk about today into practice. Yeah. So from time to time, we all need a deep cleaning of the soul, the heart, the deepest part of our being where all of our hopes and hurts, disappointments, and dreams reside. Just like a computer screen needs refreshing, a parched throat needs a cool drink of water, or our eyes need drops to see clearly and feel better, we humans need our souls to be refreshed often. And it's kind of a fun thing. I was thinking about my favorite brand of contact lens solution that I buy is called Renew. You know, so it speaks to that refreshing and renewal. So my husband, Jonathan, um, a couple of months ago, actually cut his eye somehow, something in the air, something just got into it on his cornea. And now he needs this special gel and it's called Refresh. I couldn't even believe it. It's like so appropriate. It's called Refresh. And he has to put that on at night to prevent further damage. And I just thought, what a what a um, perfect picture of how that kind of soothing balm needs to be applied to our, our souls and our hearts, and that's through refreshing. And we'll talk about how to do that in a second. So what does refresh even mean? Well, its basic definition is this, to give new strength or energy to, reinvigorate. Synonyms include revitalize, revive, restore, fortify, strengthen, energize, freshen, or wake up. I love that last one, wake up. (laughs) We also have the expression to refresh someone's glass or cup by pouring fresh liquid into it. So if they're having tea or water, lemonade, whatever, it's a pretty picture of that refresh. I love the sound of all of these words and the images that appear in my mind when I think of them. And initially, as I thought about this, I know I feel refreshed 
after time with a close friend, a cooling beverage, a hot shower after a hard workout, feeling a breeze on a hot day, the list goes on and on. But often my soul is dry and parched, crying out for a refreshing and I neglect it too long. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely an introvert. Uh, I really do love people, but I am refreshed with stillness and with time alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love music, but I like to drive in the silence of my thoughts. I love hearing the wind and the trees and the fresh smell of my daughter's crazy hair when she comes in from running around outside on a cool day. I always tell her that she smells like wind, which she (laughs) thinks is silly, but someday she'll understand, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It refreshes me most when I can slow time, stop hurrying and be still. Yeah. So why would we need a soul refresh? I was thinking about about this and praying about this myself in my own life and then for all of us, but just some possible reasons that we could feel parched and frayed could be from just working nonstop, like just really not taking an appropriate break or rest. Maybe it's neglecting sleep or caring for our bodies. It can be self-induced, like a choice that we made or something we didn't do that's going to impact us, or it could just be life happening. And we need that refresh because of just the things going on around us or, you know, sickness just happens randomly. And that can definitely be something that causes us to feel worn out. So in our bodies, it can manifest as sickness, exhaustion, stress, or mental strain. In our souls, though, it could be that it manifests by we're just not praying, not being silent or meditating you know, on God's word and neglecting time with him, not journaling, if that's something that you regularly do, but you just stop. (laughs) And I think it's just neglecting being with him and just actually carving out that time. So I think we feel tense and dry and cracked because we aren't saturating ourselves in his presence. So the Bible promises that in his presence is fullness of joy and that if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. And I love that because it's a promise. It's like every time there's no awkward waiting, like when someone won't text or call you back, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I think the key is to recognize that we need a refresh and then address it instead of ignoring it and pretending we're fine when we're not. Um, I did not recognize that I needed one until we started preparing for this episode. And then I kept getting teary. And so that was a hint. Yeah. (laughs) I know that I need a refresh when I stop finding joy easily. And when I start to get tense and it's snappy and when I get frustrated with my husband easily. So those are just cues that I know that I'm or I need to check where I am. Yeah. Yeah. In me, too, it's very similar how I know how I can recognize that I'm feeling dry or that my soul needs refreshing. It's often like what's coming out of my mouth, like the words I'm saying or the tone of voice. If my tone becomes harsh and and just not patient and kind, if it's just getting, like you said, snappy, that's completely true for me, too. Or my mood is just all off like it's just I'm not able to to find joy in something that normally brings me joy yeah you're doing something that's like this should be fun but I'm not enjoying the process I'm just like trying to put the dots in the right order (laughs) yeah yeah so now the million dollar question is how do we refresh and we're going to share four simple ideas today so the first one is to get away with God and you don't even have to leave your house it doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing just make sure there's no distractions it can be on a front porch swing or in your backyard or you can just go on a walk or it can be in your room It, it can be anywhere So it can be, you know, if you want to go somewhere, then you could consider going to the park or the library or coffee shop or something. And in a recent conversation I had with my friend, Osti, who has also been a guest on the podcast, um, she was sharing with me that she's recommitted to those early mornings and spending time 
with God before her kids get up. She has four kids and she she's like, I know it's basically over when they get up. Like there's just, the day is off and running and by the evening I'm so exhausted. I, I don't, I know I won't give my best, you know, at that moment if I wait to spend time with God. For me too, when I just begin each day with him and it can be a few moments and it's just so refreshing right away. As soon as I do that, I am calmer and more attuned to his voice. And then I'm more aware of it all throughout the day too, because I've started paying attention, started the day paying attention to him. I find that I am more patient and more thankful when I can begin and some of the first moments of the day are given to God. If I do that too, it aligns my heart with his. It can adjust all of our perspective. And prayer any time of the day is always refreshing for me. So yes, starting with him, but also just don't forget about him throughout the day. There can be things that like completely blindside you in the afternoon or some other time of day and just remembering. And and even if you literally have to run to another room in your house and cry out to God like, help, I cannot do this right now. I'm losing it. You know, I have literally said prayers like this. (laughs) (laughs) So, but he loves that. He wants us to run to him, Mm -hmm. you know. It can be hard to truly get away when you're always a mom. Um, And so even taking those little moments can be refreshing. Um, The other day I raked and piled all the dead and down branches and limbs that came down in our most recent windstorm. And the kids were busy playing outside. And so I had quiet with my thoughts and an open-ended time just to do a repetitive physical activity, which can be very cathartic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to cry with God. Um, He already knows all my thoughts, but he still likes me to tell them to him. Another thing, splitting wood can be a great activity, especially when I'm frustrated. It's really hard to be still when you're holding on to anger. Yeah. Um, But splitting wood in a fury for 30 (laughs) minutes um, or even 15 leaves me gassed and catching my breath. But it leaves me quiet because I've been able to get all of that frustration out. And then I see what's there. And sometimes the frustration is there because I need to fix something in myself, which you can't see when you're mad, when you're mad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so good. So true. The next idea is to declutter your soul. So the wildly popular tidying up series on Netflix with Marie Kondo, it's been interesting to watch, right? It's got us all folding our clothes more efficiently, (laughs) getting rid of items that don't spark joy, but you won't catch me thanking my old t-shirts as I get rid of them. (laughs) Just not not about to do that. But, you know, I do appreciate the concept she shares of tidying by category. Often we don't realize we have so many things, like so many books or clothes or papers. So I do love that method of piling them up in one spot and letting the visual shock you into reality. (laughs) I haven't actually watched the show. Um, I have enjoyed her book, but it does make me laugh to see how many organizing projects have shown up on my social media feed. Yeah, (laughs) it's so good. (laughs) But even just seeing other people organize was enough to inspire me to go sort through my clothes. So it's effective. Yeah. Yeah. So as funny as it may sound, our souls need a good tidying up and cleaning up from time to time. A lot of times we're just inadvertently holding on to old items, meaning old emotions and beliefs and thought patterns that keep us living stuck in the past. We can't move forward because we revert to those old and often bad habits or what seems comfortable, even if it's a toxic relationship. And that can be a toxic relationship with another person that you need to end or, you know, with food, with substances, or even ourselves, just how we see ourselves Mm -hmm. and how we talk to ourselves in those thoughts that can swirl about and cause so much trouble in our in our hearts. So there was a guy on the show, one of the episodes that had literally over like a hundred 
pairs of sneakers and he hadn't even worn 40% of them. (laughs) So anyways, it was really sweet. He was like, I grew up kind of without a lot of money. And so when I started working, I was so grateful mm -hmm. that I had a job and I just was like buying stuff and so excited. But anyways, that was just a great example of like, you can fill, 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 and then sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, we do that with our souls too. Like, wait a minute, I, I forgot I had this. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even gone through this mm-hmm. this issue or this emotion in a while, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need to be carrying this thing anymore. Oh yeah. So what keeps us stuck? What is the pile of junk in the corner of our soul that we haven't taken care of yet, and and why haven't we taken care of it? Sometimes I think I get hung up over a conversation that I need to have with somebody one that I put off because it will be hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I finally talk about whatever the issue is, it makes me so much lighter. Mm -hmm. Um, The other day I was reading Michaelin Smith's blog, The Nesting Place. um, And she said that sometimes the biggest benefit of decluttering is getting to not think about the item anymore. And there's so much freedom when you can release that worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that quote. Well, I love her. Everything yeah, she too. writes is so good. <laughs> but yeah, that's so true. Just not thinking about that. Yeah. Another thing that can keep our souls refreshed and clean is to carve out a few moments of silence each day. Even 10 minutes can have a huge impact. And we've talked about this before. But meditation has gotten super popular lately, and for good reason. It lowers your blood pressure, relaxes you, can help you deal with stress in a healthy way. But the world's version of meditation will always leave you empty and hanging right on the Mm -hmm. edge. Like, oh, it will not fulfill that deep need we all have for connection with God. So I advocate, yeah, yes, we meditate, but in the way described in God's word. And meditate there means to really think about and chew on, like think about his word and think of what he's speaking to you through it. Don't just empty your thoughts and sit there without hope. Mm -hmm. That will not accomplish much. But if you connect to the one who made you and loves you, your soul will feel its purpose, which is to worship and love him back. And then you will be able to come alive with renewed strength to face all that life throws at you. Mm -hmm. One of the verses that has really resonated with with me the past couple of years is, be still and know that I am God. Mm God tells us many times to just stop, to stop hurrying, to stop being flustered and see how great and powerful he is. Um, He told Moses and the Israelites, and I'm paraphrasing here, Mm -hmm. um, to stand still and watch your Lord rescue you. Be still Mm -hmm. to see how great your Lord is. Um, And you know that song that we sing, God is our refuge and God is our strength our ever-present help in trouble, therefore we will not be, (laughs) you know, (laughs) therefore we will not fear, though the earth be destroyed, and though the mountains will fall into the sea. And I know I'm getting some of the words wrong on that, but But it comes from Psalm 46, Um, great upheaval, great trouble. And our temptation, at least my temptation, is to run around putting out fires or worrying. Mm -hmm. Um, But later on in the chapter, it tells us to be still and know that I am God. And I hear that in that great commanding voice, the voice of a father whose children are so busy that they can't hear anything over the din of their fears until his great voice firmly echoes into their hearts. Mm-hmm. Be still mm-hmm. and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Um, when Elijah was on the mountaintop, God was not in the wind and God was not in the fire. God met him in the stillness and the silence. And some days silence comes easy. And then there's some days you are like that little child that has to be scolded to be quiet. (laughs) Yes, so true. (laughs) Either way, um, God will meet us in that silence when my heart is turned towards him. And and if, if I can't get my heart to stop fluttering around, 
um, I start reading, especially Psalms. Um, there's enough drama and emotion there. So my own worry seems small. Yes. <laughs> and so then that's like, at least it's a start at yeah. stillness. Um, yeah, no, that's so good for me. It's, it's just deciding to meet with him. Like with exercise, sometimes the hardest part, it's not necessarily the workout. It's putting mm-hmm. on your shoes or, you yeah. know, like lacing up your <laughs> shoes, putting on your workout clothes and going to the gym or going outside to go on that run, whatever it is. And it's the same with meditation and prayer. The hardest part sometimes is deciding and just beginning. Mm-hmm. Once I start, oh my goodness, it's incredible. Immediately I feel calm begin to come over my heart and my soul. And by the end, I'm refreshed like nothing else. Does this quiet time guarantee that I won't ever lose my temper or make a mistake? Uh, No, I wish. But it equips me with strength and it renews my perspective and energy to do the work, you know, do Mm -hmm. whatever he's asked me to do that day, which is right now mainly raising these three great kids. I only laugh because it, because I, (laughs) yeah, it's still, I still come to the end of my rope, but but the bottom, it doesn't look like a pit of despair. Yes. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. Well, and the last way to be refreshed is to refresh someone else. And this really just came to me as I was thinking and praying so hard about what to say in this episode. And it, that verse Proverbs eleven twenty five just leapt out at me and it says, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And it means literally saturated and drenched and watered abundantly. So if you do this for others, you will be rained down on as well, which is so, so cool. I think it's just In the day and age that we live in, um, I mean, every era, every time in history, there's been different challenges. And right now, I think one of our main challenges is to not be self-focused. It's just, it's everywhere we get inundated with kind of the message of the times being like you first. And, you know, like it's all about this and everyone wants to be a star. Everyone wants, you know, to be famous. And, And while I always will advocate for us mamas to make time to take good care of ourselves and, and, you know, but crossing the line into selfish behavior. And I remember you said that once, Christine, on a previous episode and being obsessed with our needs and wants will definitely not refresh us. But thinking of others and how we can saturate someone else with love and care and attention will bring great joy and renewing to us. That's why it feels so good when we give and share. I have a friend who is always like, hey, can I bring you a coffee whenever she's coming over to visit? (laughs) Or another friend who always makes sure that not too much time passes before we hang out again. Just little thoughtful ways, even a text or a little thought that you share with someone we can really energize and reinvigorate each other. Mm-hmm. They're probably speaking their love languages to you also. Yes, <laughs> so true. <laughs> I like, I feel like getting outside of myself and focusing on the needs of others always helps turn my attitude around. Um, sometimes it's just looking for somebody who looks like they're struggling in the day. And sometimes it's just doing something nice just because or making the time to check on somebody um, or being willing to be inconvenienced, mm. of course, without telling them. Yes. But <laughs> because... You need to help somebody. Um, And once I start looking for ways to lift up those around me, it also buoys up my spirit. Yeah. So let's go over those tips one more time. There were just four of them. And when it comes to this idea of like incorporating soul refreshment into our lives, the first one was to get away with God. And remember, you don't even have to leave your house sometimes. Just make sure there's no distractions. And the next one was to declutter your soul. Just like that guy who had over 100 pairs of shoes (laughs) was like, okay, I maybe don't need all of this. So just figuring out what you need to hold on to and what you need to really let go of. And the next one was to carve out a few moments of silence each day. And remember, even a few moments at a time throughout the day, it counts. And the last tip was to refresh someone else. 
So I hope these thoughts are helpful to you as you listen and if perhaps you're in a place where you need your soul to be refreshed and renewed like I know I do often <laughs> and I don't always recognize it. Yeah. So it's good to, yeah. It's hard to recognize it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to transition to a little segment called My Favorite Things. And Christina, you're up first. I thought you could share like, what are you into right now? What are you loving? Okay. Um, so I think I've mentioned that I love office supplies yes. in the past. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> There's nothing like a good pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there there are many things that are better than a good pen, but you, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, <laughs> but instead of buying my traditional Moleskine calendar when we switched this year, um, I bought a blank dotted notebook and made my own calendar. Ooh. And I spent a week or so during Christmas break making lines and filling in the weekly skeletons for the whole year um, because I like to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. And it really... It really satisfied my organizing urge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I've really enjoyed um, making my notebook pretty and drawing in it and things like that. Because I'm kind of between projects right now. So it's nice to have a little creative outlet. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I have been really loving the Father Brown series on Netflix because I finished mm-hmm. Blue Bloods. I kind of plowed through that one. <laughs> I think there's like yes. eight seasons, but I just, I'd watch it at the gym <laughs> when I was like on the treadmill and then I'd watch, you know. Whenever I could and had a free minute and I, I love that show. And now I'm on to Father Brown, which I also love because all things British and mm-hmm. mystery and then combine the two. It's like mm-hmm. my favorite. He is just so, anyways, I, he's yeah. so loving towards yeah. everybody. He really is. <laughs> well, I thought we could share one more thing as far as favorite things. Um, a while back I posted on Instagram, I have this little 52 lists journal that I got for Christmas and I've been loving slowly filling that out. And one of the questions that you make a list for is like, what are your favorite either book, movie or TV characters? And so I thought Mm -hmm. if you want to list like a few of yours and I'll just share a few of mine. Okay. Um, So Thursday next Mm -hmm. is from is the main protagonist in Jasper Ford's stories. And I don't know, you probably haven't heard of her. So no. I'm just I'm just saying names at this point, <laughs> Bob Joe. Yeah, <laughs> but Thursday next she's. Um, anyways, it's a it's a great series, mm-hmm. um, kind of in a an alternate world where literature is um, hugely important. It has a whole different um, value in society. So they have she's a literary detective. So okay. she solves crimes relating to literature. Okay. Anyways, it it sounds far fetched. It's an interesting series. Yeah. Um, so she's probably my favorite. Um, Elizabeth Bennett mm-hmm. from Pride and Prejudice, um, probably uh, Anne and Marilla from Anne on Green Gables, mm-hmm. and Anne Elliot, the the main girl in Persuasion. Okay, um, because I kind of identified. I, I love Elizabeth Bennett the most. Yeah, but I think my personality, at least at the time that I read the book the first time, yeah. was more like Anne. Um, and then Mrs. Polifax from the Mrs. Polifax Mysteries. So she's this like lady in her 60s who raises plants and stuff and then decides that her life needs a little bit more interest and so she goes and becomes a spy and learns karate yes <laughs> you introduced me to her and her books oh I love her character so, it's so fun very easy reading um yeah. and and she's spunky yeah yeah oh mine are kind of similar and I've some of my top ones were um Angela Lansbury's character from Murder She Wrote Jessica Fletcher Mm -hmm. because same thing she's just kind of elegant and she's an older lady and she always dresses so nice and she rides a bike everywhere and there's something just so charming about how she is and how they I don't know I just love her character and I love Emily Polifax as well 
and Miss Marple, so from mm-hmm. Agatha Christie books, yes. adore that character so much. I feel like I know her. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> she is real. And then I also had put in my 52 list journal, um, Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth, mm-hmm. because I just love both facets of how they really, their personalities are, I, I just love it. Pride and Prejudice is one of the only movies that my husband and I agree on, like wholeheartedly, 100% at any time of any day of the year we can watch that movie together and be completely (laughs) happy about it (laughs) which is a big deal uh so those were some of mine i just oh love 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 good good books yes (laughs) well we had one more segment for you and this is fun this is a mom win and so these are these moments that are positive and worth celebrating and if you have a mom win to share you can either email me at hannah at sundayafternoonmama.com or send a facebook message or instagram direct message And so this week's mom win comes from a listener and friend of mine who lives in Germany. She has two adorable little boys and she loved the rice table idea that I shared in January. Now I shared it based on someone else sharing it as well. (laughs) Um, So she tried it and sent me some pictures and her older son was super into it. And yes, we both acknowledge it can leave a little bit of a mess, (laughs) but her son loved it. And she said he had his trucks and toys just playing away for a long time. And my son as well will just room his cars and his tractors in there for literally hours, which is shocking. (laughs) It's like, wow, this is really working <laughs> and I'm able to kind of be in the living room or doing something near him but I can you know accomplish mm-hmm. something if I need to um, but he's happy and he's mostly independently playing so I just thought that was so encouraging other listeners shared with me how they love the sensory bins as well like we'll, and sometimes switch it up with rice so this was rice but you can do dried beans and all varieties of beans so that's kind of fun so one resource I would like to tag and recommend this week is busy toddler on Instagram Her name is Susie and she is a toddler mama who just has fun and entertaining and very simple ideas, like simple, doable ideas for learning, for crafts, for games, for art that I have started using. I started following her. So she's really good. And if you don't have toddlers, woohoo, no rice (laughs) to clean up. But then there are other issues like who are you dating? You know, when do you get a phone? And oh my goodness, you're driving a car. Yeah, and <laughs> so all I've, the stuff in between too. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I'm okay with the rice right now. It's, it's totally yeah. fine. I will sweep it up happily. <laughs> Anyways, I, I will tag her in the show notes. But it's been really fun to get inspired by other moms mm-hmm. who just have really practical ways of helping, especially on those gray, rainy days where it's not as easy to get outside. So that's been fun for me. So, Christina, I just wanted to say thank you again for being with us. It's always so fun to chat with you. Well, it's good to it's good to be able to be here today. Um, and thank you guys for having me back. Yeah. Well, that will wrap up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old-fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit SundayAfternoonMama.com and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you next week. And in the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.